Welcome to the Next Level Leadership Small Business Owner Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Vizanar. In this podcast, you'll learn the strategies, processes, and mindset to take you, your teams, and your organization to the next level. Hello, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Ben Vizanal, and today we're talking all about taking action in your business. This is going to be part one of an ongoing series that I'm going to create to help you get your business off the ground and into the six and seven figure realm. If you watch me on YouTube, which is Vizanal Consulting, then you already know where I'm going with this. But for those of you that don't, what I'm doing is I'm creating a business from scratch with almost no support or no capital. I'm not hiring staff or virtual assistants. I'm basically doing this just like you would. So subscribe and follow me. Join our Facebook group so that you can learn all the tips, tricks, and strategies that I use to help my coaching clients build a six-figure business from scratch. And real quick, if you haven't joined our Facebook group, make sure you do so. You can search for it as the Next Level Leadership and Small Business Owner Show in Facebook, or simply click the link below in the show notes. Also, hit me up on my website for some free training and a copy of my latest book, Totally For Free. No strings attached, just download the ebook version. That's Explosive Small Business Growth. Com. And with that, let's get to the episode. What's going on, everybody? This might actually be my dumbest idea ever. And um, that's saying a lot for those of you that know me. I have done a lot of stupid things over the years. So this is uh, this might actually be the stupidest thing I've ever done. But we're going to do it anyway. So I'll tell you a little bit about that. I've got my handy-dandy notebook here. Yes, I used to watch Blues Clues with my kids. And... Um, I got it for some notes that I don't skip over anything. There's a lot I'm, I'm going to tell you here in about this 10 or 15 minute video because uh, I am from South Louisiana and we tend to get sidetracked and distracted easily and go off on tangents like, oh, look, there's a squirrel, that kind of stuff. So anyway, so uh, this is what I'm doing and this is why it might be the dumbest idea ever. I am going to start a brand new business as if I didn't have enough to do already and I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and prove that you can start a six-figure business from home uh, and do it within a year. Okay. And how this sort of all came about was I was talking to one of my coaching clients. I guess first, stay who I am. If for those who don't know who I am, my name is Ben Vizanal and I am a small business advisor, uh, aka a small business coach or consultant. And I own Vizanal Consulting. And uh, you can learn more about what I do at small, explosive small business growth.com. So I decided, okay, we're going to, you know, one of my c- clients says, you know, this is great, Ben, all these theories are awesome, but. Um, that's just what they are. Their theories, they don't work, you know, or this wouldn't apply to my business, that kind of stuff. And I said, one, I know they work because I've used them in, you know, over half a dozen of my personal businesses and obviously with all my coaching clients. But he was kind of right because sometimes you got to show and not tell. So I said, you know what? I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and I'm going to start a new business and I'm going to prove that it can be done in a year or less, uh, six figures. And so I'm going to try to do it as close as I would if I was starting totally from scratch or make it realistic to, to someone who's small. And, you'll, and we'll get into that in just a second. But the reason why this might be the dumbest idea ever, because obviously if it fails, um, you know, I'm not going to get a whole lot of coaching clients who wants to follow the guy that failed. Uh, but, you know, spoiler alert, shocker here, um, I've owned, you know, a dozen businesses and not all of them have succeeded. I've had many successes and I've had many failures. And any entrepreneur, any small business owner, 
that you talk to is going to tell you, you know, this overnight success didn't happen overnight. This, um, you know, I've had half a dozen businesses fail before I got to, to where you see me today, you know. Uh, you know, Amazon started in someone's garage, and I'm sure Bezos had other businesses that failed or struggled before that. Almost every entrepreneur has until they find that one thing that cracks off. But a lot of people, uh, that's all they see is that current success. Uh, so failure is not going to scare me, to say the least. It's cool. It is what it is. But, uh, you know, it might be the dumbest idea I've ever had. So I originally was going to have three or four videos. By now I should but I haven't been diligent recording, and I'll tell you why here in a second. It's just been crazy, been very busy, and things kind of took off quicker than I wanted to. So I'm going to give you, this is going to be my catch-up video, right? It's supposed to be an introductory video. It's going to be introductory plus catch-up, tell you where we're at. So you're going to get two or three lessons here in the next 10 minutes. Uh, as I like to say, you're going to get the um, short story long, right? So here we go. So how we got to this point is, and if you're a small business owner or thinking about starting a new business, the first thing you got to do is find your buyer first. And what I do when I teach this is I tell people, uh, you know, create your ideal client, create your avatar, who's your perfect customer, all that kind of stuff. And Glenn Stearns, an undercover billionaire, and they're not paying me to say that, but he, he, he made it simple. He said, find your buyer first. And so I'm going to kind of probably start using that a little more often than find your ideal customer. Um, and I have a strategy and a process for doing that, but he made it simple. Find your buyer first. So what he did was he got on Craigslist. If you've watched the show, you know what I'm talking about. And he found someone looking for used tractor tires or military grade equipment tires. And then he went out and so he had his buyer. He figured out what people were spending money on and he went out and uh, checked dumpsters and dump sites. And he actually found some old used tractor tires. I didn't know how expensive tractor tires were. So he meets up with the guy and he sells him like four or five used tractor tires that he got for free. And he, and he paid 1600 bucks for these, these tires. The guy paid him that much money. And then he took that 1600 bucks and he rolled it into another business venture that he had. And then he took that money and rolled it into another one. And he ended up uh, creating a huge, hugely successful business. You can do the same thing, right? So when I started out, I said, what, you know, what business do I want to start? And uh, the first thing you always have to do is find your ideal customer, find your buyer, and you got to figure out what problem you solve. So what problem do you solve in the market? And, I, and this is pro tip right here. Do not start a business if your mama told you that you're good at X, right? So if mama said you are a good cook, do not let that be your sole purpose for going out and starting a restaurant, right? Because there's other skills and other things you need to learn and know about before you can run a successful restaurant. So I'm not saying if your mama said you're good at X that you shouldn't go do that, but don't let that be the only thing that makes you decide that that's why I'm going to go start that business. So you need to be good at X, but you also need to solve a problem in the market and you got to find your buyer. Right. So uh, what problem do you solve in the market? So first, I was going to start a microbrewery. I said, hey, you know what? The market that I live in needs something like that. We don't have that near here. Um, it's cool. I like beer. My friends like beer. My family likes beer. Who doesn't like beer? Uh, and it'll be a cool little, you know, bar and grill. But then I checked into, you got to do your due diligence. I checked into and I found out that it was going to cost like literally a million bucks to get going. Uh, half a million just in equipment to set it up the way I wanted to. Uh, the equipment's going to sit there for six months till you get your inspections because you have to have your equipment in place before the state will come out and inspect it. And then they, maybe you'll give you a, a permit to brew beer and maybe you'll get to make some money. So six months of half a million dollars tied up before you make your first glass of beer. So that was a big no. Scratch that. Next thing I said, um, I'll, maybe a coffee shop. We have two coffee shops uh, in, in the community that I live in. One of them was destroyed 
um, or closed during COVID, and the other was destroyed during Hurricane Laura that, Laura that passed through here last summer. So there's no there's no real coffee shop, no drive-through coffee shop. Huge huge opportunity. Um, I was gonna do my due diligence, checked into that, and I still may do that down the road. But a couple hundred thousand dollars in equipment. Again, want to start small, show you guys how you can implement these simple strategies and grow a wildly successful business. But while I was checking out the coffee shop, someone said, why don't you open a t-shirt business or an apparel business? You know, there's good money in that. There's, there's opportunity. And I said, yeah. So I started doing my, my due diligence, doing some research. And for about two or three days of this, I smacked myself in the head and said, dumbass. Uh, I do cuss sometimes, like I said, or I apologize. I said, dumbass, why are you researching a business you already know about? Uh, back when I had a motorcycle, I had a custom motorcycle shop way back when, I printed my own t-shirts. I learned all about how to print t-shirts. Didn't know anything about it. This was before YouTube. This was before, um, you know, a lot of the online learning. I went and bought books and videos. I went and bought VHS videos and DVD videos. I learned all about screen printing and I made my own shirts and I made a lot of money selling shirts in my motorcycle shop. So I've got all that equipment sitting in storage. So I'm like, Okay, boom, this is it, right? This is the idea. So I did some more check-in. I checked out some other people that have been successful. And one day I said, you know what? I want a really cool Louisiana shirt um, because I got online. I checked for Louisiana shirt and everything was we survived Hurricane X or Louisiana Strong. And they were just lame shirts, not something I would wear, right? I want a nice quality shirt, but something that represents my local pride. I'm from Louisiana, if you had not figured that part out yet, um, with my accent. It'll come and go. It'll get worse. So... I said, that's it. So I'm going to cater. My niche is uh, not really all that niched because Louisiana is a big state and there's only, you know, 20 million people that live in the state. So I've got a huge customer base, but it's very niche and very specific. So that was the idea. So I'm going to start selling Louisiana apparel, Louisiana themed apparel, because, you know, we, we have a lot of culture here, very diverse. Uh, we love to party. We love to eat. Boy, do we love to eat. Um, you know, we're very prideful. We love our football. So boom, I'm off, I'm off and running. I, I put a few designs out on Etsy just to see what the marketplace was buying. Boom, started selling shirts. Hence why I'm behind making this video. Then uh, I said, you know what? I've got all this, this t-shirt printing equipment. There's all these businesses around me. And there are, uh, you know, every restaurant you go to, they got t-shirts on. Or every business you go into, they got polos on. And I'm like, there's a, I got this equipment just sitting here. So, I, you know, when I'm not making shirts for the, the brand... I can do this, right? So boom. So I just, I didn't, I didn't do anything and didn't, didn't even own the website yet. Just, just had the name in my head, the logo and an Etsy store with, with, you know, 15, 20 designs on it and started talking to people saying, Hey, I'm, you know, if you know anybody owns a business, I'm going to start printing apparel. Um, a week goes by phone rings. This has been, Hey man, I own so-and-so, uh, your friend told me about you. I need 90 shirts. I need, you know, 80 work shirts and 10 polos. Out of nowhere. So, shabam. Uh, took the guy's money. I said, hey, I need half up front. He said, I'll just pay you in full. $1,500 order. Off the bat. No storefront. Uh, don't even have, I don't think I even had the website registered yet. So, what? So, craziness. Uh, so, we're rocking. Right? So, so now, we've got some sales. Um, I don't even have my business account, checking account set up yet. All this stuff. Like, this is how new it is. So, this is, this is less than a month old and we're already, we already got a big sale in the bank. He wants hats. I don't have the ability to make hats. So obviously I'm going to take that money and this is something you want to do. You want to, if you don't have to spend the money or use the money for your own bills, roll it over, expand, get better at your craft or go, go get some training and, and improve your, yourself, right? Get some business training, find a coach, whatever. 
All right, so we're rocking. So here's hurdle number one. I told you I'm going to show you guys all the good, the bad, and the ugly. And there's going to be some ugly. I don't care who you are, even me, as great as I am, and I'm really not, but as great as I am and as many businesses I've owned, I, I make mistakes. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be hurdles. So lesson number one, get your head right because there's going to be shit that's going to hit the fan more than once. So I'm going to show you all that in this video series. Um, but I got the money. I use PayPal. I've been a PayPal customer for over 20 years. I have a business PayPal account. Um, you know, I've used it for 20, 20 something years now, the same account. So I take this $1,500 payment, boom, PayPal locks my account. So now I can't go buy the guy's shirts that I need, all that stuff. Well, obviously I got some money in the bank. So I went ahead and bought, the, you know, ordered the guy's shirts, got everything in line. So that, that problem solved, but PayPal still got my money tied up, right? I want to go buy a hat press. Can't do it. My money's tied up. And so lesson number one, have a backup plan. Anticipate problems. It's not a, a matter of are you going to have problems. You are most certainly going to have problems. It's just a matter of when are they going to hit the fan. So be ready for issues. Uh, have your thick skin on. Have your, you know, your armor on. Be ready because you're going to have some challenges. Nobody starts a business without challenges. So that was problem number one. I still got it. Uh, that was literally 10 days ago. PayPal still has my account locked. I've sent them all the information they needed, uh, that they requested. And they're dragging on. So, of course, now my website is, is built. Um, and I built it myself. It cost me zero dollars. And we'll get into that maybe in a future episode. But I got the website up. And I'm, I'm afraid to start really driving traffic there. Because if they buy, my money is going to go into that PayPal account. That's what I've set up as the merch on that. And now I'm in a bind because I got all this money in the account. But I can't spend it. I can't go and get the products I need to fill those orders. So now we got a problem. Um, so I have, I went up and set up my, my business banking account and it comes with a merchant account. If you're going to run credit cards, you're going to be a merchant account. So I went to Chase, not plugging Chase and not paying me, but I went to Chase, did it online. You don't even have to go into the bank. I just did, here's, you know, here's my EIN, yada, 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 and bam, approved two days later, merchant account. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, used, to, and I, I was going to do that anyway for a backup plan. I wanted to have a backup merch account. Um, but since, you know, PayPal is doing me a little bit dirty. Um, and I'm sure they'll get it sort of, they've already told me everything, they have everything, they're going to unlock my account very soon. But again, that was four or five days ago. And if you're running a business, cash flow is king. You can't not have cash, right? So, uh, PayPal is probably going to end up being my plan B and my other merch account, merchant account will be plan A. So problems are going to happen, right? Be, be ready for that. The other thing you're going to need to know about is if you're going to run a business, you got to put your ego in the back pocket. So, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you may have already listened to the episode with my buddy Bland Matthews, who owns and founded Berserker Brew Coffee. Um, fantastic guy. Uh, the episode may or may not be up yet by the time this airs. I'm not sure because I just interviewed him the other day. But, uh, you know, he was very successful in his community and, and, and with a particular organization he was currently working for. And he wanted he had this dream of creating this coffee company. And he talks about that. He says his first weekend he went out there and stood in the field at flea market and sold $70 worth of coffee from a poker a poker table. And, you know, you could tell people walk by, they knew him, they were kind of like, hey, you know, look at Bland, he's, um, you know, he's selling coffee, boy, things have gotten bad, you know, he's selling coffee here at a flea market, standing in a field, you know, hot weather, uh, on a, a little cheap, cheap, crummy looking poker table, right? He wasn't even, wasn't fancy at that time. Um, you're going to have to be willing to put your ego in your back pocket if you're going to be a small business owner. You're going to have to be willing to do things that make you uncomfortable. You're going to have to be willing to do things that you've never done before. And you're going to have to put yourself out there. If you're not willing to do that, uh, you're not going to be successful. And frankly, you don't deserve to own a small business. You just don't, 
right? Because if you don't believe enough in your dream to go stand in a field and make $70 a weekend, uh, then how are you going to motivate anyone else to believe in your dream, to follow you, to do what you need to do? Because at some point you will need to build a team. Uh, absolutely, right? So put your ego in your back pocket. Uh, next tip, tell everybody, like I did. I told it just about everybody I know that I'm starting a t-shirt company or an apparel company, and I got sales before I was even ready to make sales. Like That's just how things happen. Tell everybody. Um already talked about my first, I'm looking at my notes, guys. I uh, already talked about my first problem with PayPal. Not a huge problem, but it is a small setback, small hurdle. Um, and I'll go back to Bland. You know, if Bland had decided to quit that first weekend, he talks about it in the episode that he was, you know, a little discouraged. He only made 70 bucks. If he quit then, he would not have the company that he has built over the last three years. He would not have Berserker Brew. It would not exist, um, which is badass coffee, by the way. Go check it out. Not paying me to say that either, but I'm plugging him. Um, so you got it, you know, you just do not get discouraged when you hit, ch- hit challenges. Anticipate challenges. Know they're coming, right? Just be ready for them. Um, and what have I got tied up so far? So I have all the equipment. I had to go spin. I broke it out and made sure it worked. Plugged in my press and the shocks were shot on it. It worked fine, but the shocks were shot. So I spent $50 on some new shocks. Um, I have printed some flyers. And we'll talk about that in a minute. And some business cards. So I got about literally... tied up in it. Um, And I'm ordering apparel as people are ordering it from me. The designs I have, and I do have a little bit tied up in that because I've ordered, uh, you know, shirts to print. And because my next step that I'm going to be doing, this is a Saturday now, I'm going to be out today doing some marketing and I'll tell you about that in a second. But I'm going to start hitting some local pop-up events, some local flea markets and see what designs are selling, what's resonating with the local people. And then once I know that information, then I'll start looking at maybe going big on Facebook ads or other marketing or something. But right now, keeping it cheap, right? Keeping it simple, just like uh, the things I'm going to teach you to do, right? I'm going to, I'm not going to cheat. So, um, you know, so far I got about 200 bucks invested and I got about $1,500 in sales and I've done no paid marketing so far. Um, and what I'm doing today. So I talked about putting your ego in your back pocket. So if you, if you already own a business or you're thinking about starting a business, you got to get out there. You got to be willing to get in front, front of people. And you got to get in their face. So that's what I'm doing today. I'm doing old school, cheap marketing. I got, you know, 2000 flyers printed and I spent like $97 on the flyers and the cards. And I'm just going to go into businesses and you can do the same thing. I don't care what kind of business you have. Um, and to go in, I'm just going to give them a flyer. Hey, know you're busy. Don't want to tie you guys up. It's a Saturday. If you have a need for me, my number's on there. Give me a holler. It's real simple. Because I want all these little local businesses to, you know, get their shirts and their polos, all that good, their merch, whatever it is, umbrellas. I can do all that stuff printed for me, right? Um, and if I can just get a handful of, of accounts, man, we're off to the races, right? It's not going to take much. And I thought at first, you know, I don't know how successful that's going to be. And as I drove to where I'm at now filming this video, I must have passed. And I live in a very small, I live in a rural area, but I have a couple small communities next to me. As I drove through these small communities... I mean, I must have passed a thousand businesses and I'm in a small town. Think of a city like New Orleans or Baton Rouge or New York or Phoenix or, you know, Orlando. You could work, hand out flyers, do guerrilla marketing every day of the week for a year and not touch every business. There's money to be made out there, people. Um, you just got to be willing to go out there and hustle for it. You got to be willing to go out there and earn it. 
no doubt about it. And I talk about the tamale lady and we're going to talk about the tamale lady a lot in this video series. I'm going to try to record a video once a week or maybe every two weeks, keep you up to date what's going on with me. And of course, a new strategy, a new, a new thing you can implement. So I'm going to give you tons of, of value if you just watch this channel. But tamale lady, everybody knows a tamale lady. If you ever worked in retail, you had a business, every town's got a tamale lady. So I used to work way back when um, for a large wireless company. And the tamale lady would come around every Wednesday. That was her day. She probably went, she, every day she went to a different route. But we knew we'd see her on Wednesday. And we were ready for the tamale lady. She'd come in and she would say, who needs a dozen tamales? And we, if you didn't know her, everybody would look at her like, you know, crazy. And we're like, get some tamales. Uh, she would sell them for 10 bucks a dozen or something like that. And she, she would go out to the trunk of her car. She had a car full of ice chests, like five or six ice chests. And she would make tamales in her home. So again, you can do any kind of business. Um, like the, heat, the, the, the pressing equipment and the, print, the screen printing equipment I have, I owned it already. But it's not to say you have to have, you don't need to start a t-shirt business. I'm just doing that as an example. It's what I'm doing. But if you want to start a restaurant, uh, don't you have an oven in your house? I know you do. Because you probably eat, right? You got a microwave in your house? I know you do. If you want to start a lawn maintenance business, do you have a lawnmower? Because you probably have to mow your own grass. You have resources at your disposal. Tony Robbins says we don't have a resource problem. We have a resourcefulness problem. And... It's true. So look around your house. What resources do you already have? What friends do you have? So the tamale lady probably went out and bought some ice chests, probably already had ice chests. Uh, she had a stove. She had an oven. She cooked tamales probably all weekend, every evening, and she sold them throughout the day, five days a week. Now, I don't know where the tamale lady is anymore, but I promise you after 10 years of selling tamales, she's probably in Cancun sitting on the beach drinking margaritas. Um, there's nothing that can stop you from doing the same thing. If you have a uh, you know, muffin idea. You do cakes. I don't know, uh, you know, cupcakes. Uh, go to your local flea market on the weekend and see how they sell. See what people are buying, right? If they don't buy the blueberry, but they like the raspberry cream cheese and go heavy on the raspberry cream cheese, start figuring out what people are buying. But this will give you some capital and some startup without any overhead other than your time. And you go out there and you sell your wares and you put the money in the bank, you put them in the bank put the money in the bank until you have enough money to open you up a brick and mortar, if that's your dream or your idea. But you get where I'm going with this, guys. Um, so I'm going to hit you every week with this. If you're listening to this on the podcast, click the subscribe button below. Um, I'm on Stitcher. I'm on iTunes. I'm, I'm everywhere. So it's the Next Level Leadership and Small Business Owner Podcast. I'll say that slower and I'll speak fast. The Next Level Leadership and Small Business Owner Podcast. Um, check it out. I'm going to give you updates on this consistently. If you're watching this on YouTube, I have an old YouTube channel uh, that I just use really just for uploading training videos to some of my clients and other BS. So it's not very utilized right now, but it's going to be, it's probably just going to be Vizanaw Consulting. So uh, click the subscribe button below as well so you can stay up to date on what's going on with uh, me and all that good stuff. And um, if you want to, you know, you can comment below, but I probably won't respond. I hate to say it. Uh, if you really need to hit me up, uh, check out Instagram. You can check me out at Visa Not Consulting. And then my other Instagram is going to be um, Louisiana Clothing Company. That's the, I guess I should show you. Here's the logo. I printed this shirt as well. Louisiana Clothing Company. And so my Instagram there is Louisiana Clothing Co., like short for company. Uh, hit me up there. DM me. I'll be more happy to answer any questions you have. If you want to get some free training, hit my website up. It's called ExplosiveSmallBusinessGrowth.com. You can get one of my books there for free, and you can also uh, get some free training. So check that out. I got some free training videos and a bunch of other great material, totally for free, no strings attached. I want to help you grow your business. 
this is what this is all this is what this is all about excuse me um that's all i got for you today and i look forward to doing these videos and they're going to be some fun i'm going to get out there in the market and get in front of my ideal customer's face i'm going to get in people's faces i can't say that enough you got to be willing to put your ego in your back pocket yeah i could hire somebody to do this for me but it's not fair it's not fair to you i'm showing you how to do it you know hey ben you're a business coach why are you out here handing out flyers one, I like talking to people, so it's fun. But if, if it's not your thing, doesn't matter. Get out there and do it anyway. I say it a lot. No one cares. Hustle harder. So if you don't like it, tough shit. No one cares. Hustle harder. You got to be willing to put yourself out there, put your ego in your back pocket. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to hand out flyers today to local business owners because that's my ideal customer. And I'm going to try to get me some business and I will update you on how that goes and doesn't go in the next week or so. That's all I got. So for all you listeners, I hope you learned at least one thing today that'll help take you to the next level. Hey, thanks for listening today. For more episodes, make sure to click the subscribe button below and check out our blog for other impactful information that might be of interest to you at vizanovconsulting.com forward slash blog. That's Vizanov, V is in victory, E-Z, INA consulting.com slash blog. If you have a question or would like to suggest a topic for a future episode, you can email us at podcast at vizanaconsulting.com. That's podcast at vizanaconsulting.com. I'm your host, Ben Vizanaw, and I'll see you next time on the Next Level Leadership and Small Business Owner Show.